0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to X the Box Xbox Podcast. My name is Potato Voice and I am with my spooky friend, ooh, Alice. I didn't come up with a name for you. Uh, oh, spooky. Hello. Don't worry
1: about that. Uh, I don't mind. Alice is fine, really. But well, I, think, I think I'm think i just pretty much like a bit messed up. But apart from that, I'm just well, alright.
0: Sorry to hear that. <laughs> So this is our spooktacular, ooh, spooky, (laughs) I don't know what else to say, Uh, we're just going to talk about our favourite spooky slash horror games later on in the show, Uh, I don't know if I, do I sound really muffled, because I'm wearing a mask, I don't know. Nah, you're just doing a light. Cool, cool, if if you were listening just to the audio podcast, i got my uh, Jason Voorhees Mascot, and we've I made mean, special specialist theme for the ep- special episode. This is our spooktacular blah. Today I'm going to suck. Your <laughs> blood. <laughs> so, even though it is a spooktacular, let's start the episode how we always start. Our episodes. What have you been playing? Ooh. Uh. That's that's a good question.
1: I think I think I'm just been playing the game of uh, well. I think I was just living on my end, so I don't have much to chase up on. But uh, but anyway, um, I did the play of a little bit of Halo Infinite this morning. See if I can go for the Scarlet Hunter Red Pfizer, Spooky. Ooh, nice. I mean, Halloween is on Monday, and then it the refreshes. But uh, I think you had to get one less hour to do the challenges because of a daylight savings time. Oh, all
0: right, okay. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's a good point. But apart from
1: that, I've been playing a bit more Celeste, and that's what I've been doing. So uh, I've been uh, just uh, using assisted mode, and I've been like playing a bit of those things.
0: Assisted mode on Celeste is so broken sometimes that you can literally just <laughs> keep away from the whole game if you wanted to. unlimited jumps yeah. and stuff, I've done that in the past.
1: <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that's right. But uh, anyway, so... I didn't really remember anything else. I played a little bit of play Till, but yeah. I've only got out of, like, the first chapter, but then I have yet to do a bit more, so I'm afraid I just... Yeah haven't Gotten far into this game, you
0: yeah. I've been that's all I've been playing. Well, I've been playing Plague Tale and Persona, and Persona 5. Uh, Plague Tale has been a lot of fun. I'm I'm far into it now, about five chapters in. Um, it's oh, taking my mask off slightly. There we go. It's slightly creepy, but it's uh, I wouldn't say it's a horror game, but it has horror elements to it. It's it's, it's pretty creepy. Um <sighs> hugo and alicia of uh on, a, on their adventure i don't want to spoil it for you because you, you said you played <laughs> it so maybe we'll do a spoiler cast in a couple of weeks if when we both finished it but it's a couple of the
1: weeks better really
0: yeah we'll see how it goes I, I, i'm i've enjoyed it a lot um one of my games of the year probably the best game on game pass i would say uh this year probably also so i've also been playing persona 5 royale um, I've been playing it on my. I I got a app. I've got like an Android tablet, so when I've been in my office, be playing Persona Five through my Android tablet. So it has latency because of X Cloud, but because <laughs> it's a because it's an turn based RPG, it's not too bad to play on a, on a with a bit of a delay because you can auto so you can auto go through the the text. So it just literally plays in the corner. So I'm just watching it while I'm doing other things, and then I can play the game on, on on my tablet, and it's not bad. Uh, latency is a bit of a problem for most games, but it's not like it's a first-person shooter or anything. It's a turn RPG, so it's nice and slow. Um, I think well, I'll I'm be looking
1: it. at the Android tablet because yeah. it's because I maybe use my iPad, which I've been using a lot in the past, but then um. <clears throat> I just ended up, like, using it for drawing only. And the one thing it lacks is that you cannot stream on the Xbox apart it goes straight from your console. So I think if there's any benefit for the Android tablet, it would be for the streaming of any Xbox game, especially from the internet. I mean, that would be very useful. But I don't know if anyone has any recommendations because I obviously found my iPad to be so useful when it comes to, like, uh, even with some, mic like, uh, drawing on the iPad, so that's what I'm hoping for.
0: All right. No, uh, see, that's literally the reason I bought the Android tablet, is so I had a tablet I could play Xbox games on, uh, because they were like, oh, we'll never bring it to Apple, and then as soon as I bought the tablet, it's like, oh, we found a way to get it on Apple. I'm like, oh, damn. But <laughs> <laughs> it's native to the Android, so, uh... Yeah, that's the reason I bought it. It's about £100 I got it off Amazon. You can, get, you can get decent Android tablets for quite cheap now for about £100. Um, yeah,
1: I bought the Android tablet in the past, but I just can't get it to work now because I just put yeah. some like uh, different operating system on it and I try to get the Linux on it, but I just think neither of these things seems to work. But my tablet works, but it's just a bit of a let really, when it comes to operating systems. But then, um, either way, it's just like the iPad Mini of that size or some sort. I don't know. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, know. I, got, I got an iPad Mini as well. I won it from uh, competition before. Um, it's like, yes. I bef- my, rule, my, my, rule, my rule when it comes to phones is that I feel like... I, I like to have a phone where you, you can use it with one hand, so you can just do like that, and you don't have to go like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I like it, so i always want to have a phone that i can use with one hand and then a tablet obviously i just want like something that's a bit bigger because what's the point of having two things to do the same thing really like you know i usually use my tablet to play xbox games on it mainly and to watch youtube videos so (laughs) yeah so yeah i've basically been streaming persona 5 in another room while i've been doing other things and it's uh it works pretty well it's decent um yeah. I've already played it before, so it might be that might be uh, like the beginning of the game anyway. So I'm catching up to where I was when I beat it on PS Four. I'm really enjoying it. I put this on uh, Twitter. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's like a placebo effect or some kind of some some conscious bias, but I do think it looks better on Xbox. I really do, like graphically. I don't, Maybe because it's next gen, because it's S and X uh, port and not the PS Four version. Because I've been playing it on PS Four before, so maybe that might be why. But it does look a lot cleaner, a lot crisper. I I think, and I would. If you like JRPGs and you haven't played Persona before, I'd recommend trying Persona Five. It's uh, it's fun. It's just like a Japanese anime. <laughs> in video are Game you 4. getting a little bit?
1: Are you getting a little bit hot under under your mask?
0: A little bit. That's why I just took it off for about two seconds.
1: <laughs> I've oh got the wow!
0: For the podcast, and it's. Uh, Worn it for like what eight minutes. I'm gonna put it back in a minute. It's got to have a good <laughs> yeah. So that's all we've really been playing. Uh, there's not much news this week. Uh, so the uh, first bit of news is the Bayonetta Free voice actress Helena. Uh, basically, she lied to us, and uh, I feel like a fool to be honest. I fell for a hook, line, and sinker. I'm 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 always pro worker pro, like union pro like get you know, get you get, everyone should be paid fairly for their work and everyone should be treated fairly and all this stuff. So you know I went I was like oh yeah definitely I'm gonna support this and then, turns out she was lying about how much she was offered to be paid to play the to play the, to play Bayonetta which is uh unfortunate which we was a shame that that you know. I don't know why you would come out and do all this stuff and then just to lie about it. It's baffling to me. Um,
1: I would say, so? I just think, like, it wasn't that clear to begin with. Like, of yeah. course, I did fail for the her story first, and I thought, uh, not worth getting Bayonetta 2. Yeah. But, I mean, 3. three,
0: three.
1: <laughs> but uh, the trouble is, it's just like... Um, Like, when I saw those other angles in this story, it just doesn't make complete sense to do with, like, what's happening and is there any legitimate claims from her? And it's just for this reason that she didn't really handle the truth there that has been given out from other resources. And turns out she was literally, like, not straight out lying, but she's just been twisting the truth so she can garner sympathy for people to boycott being there to free, and of course to, like, donate money to the charity, and I just feel this is just like trying to manipulate people to, like, not sp- spend on platinum games and not go for being
0: there to free. Yeah. It's a weird one because, like, what she keeps she keeps saying that it's a four hundred and fifty mil- uh, million dollar franchise, and I like I, and people are like that's not even close to how much it is. It's like about $100 hundred billion franchise at best. Like the first two games only really sold like about a million a million a piece each, uh, like you know, and as if they're at full price, they they're not. It's not. It's like it's Bayonetta. This is not like the Last of Us or God of War. It's like, it's a B-tier, C-tier Nintendo franchise. It's not. It's not Mario. It's not Zelda. It's not something that sells consoles. I mean, I love Byron Air, I think it's a great series, but it's not. This massive juggernaut that this, the Helena was claiming it to be, and she's like saying she wanted like six digits to do the voice, which is ridiculous. Like, I just think know, it's, it's, I just mad. think I've, i i, I bought it. Like, I feel I'm sorry for you know spreading a false narrative because I bought it for her, for I fell for a hook, line, and sinker. So. Uh, I
1: think, I think to me, it's just the big problem is that. Um, like, I think she's just trying to be able to ha- haggle, and just feels as if she should be paid more because of her experience, yeah. especially in theater. But, but then she didn't agree to the offer there. And I think, like, to be honest, I think they need to like draw the line on which they have to deal with the compromise. But I just, don't, yeah. I just feel like the Platinum Games decided to like hire someone who's like l- least amid, like cheaper to get. But yeah. Jennifer Hale is just, like, really good in this and doesn't yeah. deserve a lot of hate for it. But I just feel that Helena is just not particularly trustworthy after making all this. But it doesn't make Platinum Games any less trustworthy because no. Bayonetta 3 has been in development hell for, like, f- about f- five or so years. And yep. it just like the Babylon's fall failing and even not making the right kind of decisions. And it just makes me think as if Platinum, Platinum Games are not really managing quite well. So I'm not willing to take sides of any of them. And to be honest, yeah. I just don't really trust both of them too. No. So, but it still stands that if I was to get BNR to 3 I would rather wait for it to be discounted after a few months. But at the moment, it's been uh, quite received. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, there was obviously the rumor a couple of months back that Xbox would be buying Platinum. So that would be interesting if that ended up happening. Um,
1: Well, Scalebound was used to be as Xbox exclusive, but then it got canceled.
0: Yeah. It's because he... he, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Kimia, I think his name is, the producer of Platinum. Basically, they're they're desperate to be bought by some kind of Western studio. They want to be they want to be financially stable now, because as you said, Babylon's Fallen wasn't very successful. Some of their other games, so like Microsoft was seem like the, the prime candidate for them to be purchased, because Microsoft want to get a Japanese studio. So, we might still see that, but I don't think it's going to happen until at least the Activision stuff's done. Uh, it's not going to get done before then, honestly. Um, yeah, I. I, I said I, I thought it was important to mention it in the news because we we did a big news story about it last week and I was talking about how pro I, like how much I was behind in the the storyline and I like and and I, I obviously if people don't follow us on Twitter which you should it's X marks box you would have missed that I uh, responded and uh, completely did like you know I I, I, I apologized for mis- for misleading um, being misinformed so you know and i think the 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 issue a lot of people are having as well is that when she said that she was only being paid four thousand pounds or four thousand dollars to to play bayonetta a lot of people believed it and it's like that is the fact that it's believable is what is actually kind of scary about it is the people people who are in the industry in voice acting believe that that is like oh yeah that sounds about right we i get paid like it's like so obviously there's a lot of voice actors out there who are getting paid it's just a shame that someone acting like they are when when they're not, and is completely tainted to everyone. Like, like can we now believe anyone who comes out saying that they've been mistreated or underpaid? Like, you shouldn't. You know, I, I like to, I like to believe people. I like to, you know, innocent until proven guilty. You know, but it's, it's, it's hard now. It's it's it's, it's, it's she's tainted. Uh, the words, the uh, voice actors everywhere now. Like everyone's gonna be second guessing everyone now, if they come out and say they got underpaid for certain roles, and it's a bummer. It's a sad, sad day. Yeah. Uh, so but, yeah, I thought we. Well, sorry. I,
1: I think we just uh, should move on, really, because no, we're meant to, to keep this. Yeah, we should be keeping this brief. But there's another bit of news that, apparently, from what I heard. Microsoft is hoping to get something that will rival Genshin Impact, but a comment to this article here is that Microsoft has attempted to turn Genshin Impact into the Xbox console exclusive. And, like, yeah, they're just trying to make it an like Xbox exclusive. But I think from what I hear is that they're looking to have an alternative to it. But I think it's obvious that Microsoft wants to, like, get... Get into this whole success of Genshin Impact because it's currently a massive game that is like across different platforms.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is a huge game, Genshin Impact. We, We mentioned it briefly last week as well. That Xbox were trying to move into mobile, into mobile phones, and like Genshin Impact is one of the biggest mobile phone games in the world. So it makes sense for Xbox to want to get involved in that. And yeah, it's, it's shocking to me that it's only on PlayStation. I think it's PlayStation and, uh, phones, right? That's all the, the only place you can play Genshin impact at the moment. Right. Or, or, I thought right? it's
1: on mobile phones, but I didn't know it yeah. was on PlayStation two.
0: Yeah. It's on the PS four, and five, which is surprising, you know? So obviously Xbox want to try and get it on their console. Don't blame them. It's a, it's a cash cow. It's a lot of money involved in, in and impact. Um, yeah, it's a worthwhile investment if they can get it.
1: It's anyway. Easy.
0: Yeah, I feel like... Uh, Sorry, go on.
1: Yeah, I think it's just... Um, I don't know, it's a huge game at the moment, and it will be nice to like play on the Xbox, but I think yeah. it's just likely to have some kind of exclusivity with PlayStation, which means... Yeah. I think if you're a fan of Genji Impact and you want to play on the console, then PlayStation is probably your best bet. But speaking of which... Yeah. Genshin Impact developer Yoho Yoho first has suffered a massive data breach. And they have leaked lots of information from uh, versions 3.3 until 3.8. So Yoho first has issued the DMCA uh, on the post that contains information of the data breach. And, yeah, and then there's also says that they leaked employee information too. So that's a quite huge data breach if you think about it.
0: Yeah, that's not good. They need to get that fixed. Um, yeah, leaking people's information is not good. It said employees as well. Okay, so I've never played it. So that's good for, good for me that I'm not getting my information leaked. But if you've played it, maybe you should uh, look into that and see if your information is still safe. Um, yeah, I feel like, like obviously Xbox want to try and get into more like Eastern games. We, they got the Western RPG and shooters and racing games all locked out for Xbox, but they need more games like Genshin and uh, ever like ever like you know Eastern games. You know, because it's not a Japanese game Genshin. It's made in Ch- China, China, I think. believe. Yeah, yeah, China. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So I just don't so check the orange It's a JRPG. It. Yeah. It's not a JRPG, which is what you know, like traditionally people would call it. It looks like a JRPG, but it's a. It's, made it's a Chinese, the, uh,
1: Chinese game. Uh, game match, the. Yeah. So.
0: so I mean,
1: they
0: need, you know, there's Wukong coming out as well. That's that's Chinese, uh, the Chinese game as well. And so, you know, we need to kind of. Uh, yeah, they want to try and get more into those type of markets, so it makes sense that they would want to get an impact. Um well, we'll have to wait and see I can ass- I suppose.
1: But I can assure you that there is going to be like quite increased in with the Chinese market and you'll be yeah. expecting like more games to come out of it. Like Tencent and even like bought like working with Pokemon Company to release Pokemon Unite. But it's just yeah. a huge microtransactions farm, you know.
0: Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, Tencent, yeah, they are, like, the leaders in those type of games, like, the uh, the League of Legends clones, like, the, for mobile phones, like you said, like, Pokemon Unite, and those type of games, uh, yeah, not, not great, hopefully, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of microtransactions and those type of games, hopefully Xbox isn't moving into that space, but if they are, I'm hoping that they're still going to keep, like, the good AAA games that we should be still getting like, hopefully, we still get the Starfields and stuff, you know, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> I don't have any other news stories for today. I don't know if you had anything else that you want to talk nah. about before we move. So, we're moving on to our Tropic of the Show. <laughs> oh, do you like scary video games? <laughs>
1: I think I would prefer the spooky ones, but
0: Spicky. I'm fine. <laughs> Today we're talking about our favourite spooky video games. So the difference between a spooky video game and a horror game is that a spooky game doesn't necessarily have to be a horror game. It just has to have supernatural elements or some kind of thing that tries to scare you. So Minecraft, for example, is a spooky game because you have zombies and stuff in it. But it's not necessarily a horror game. Even though that game can be terrifying. Like if you ever like played Minecraft and been stuck in a like a, a dark cave without a torch, it could be really scary. I'm not gonna lie. Hmm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> because I think recently they just made it a bit more scary with some extra uh, updates. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I think I think it's just like really hard to gauge. But I think there's certainly spooky games I'm aware well of, like Half Life Two, Headcramps, and there's definitely some spooky elements with it. But also, there's like games like Conker's Bad Third Day, for instance. It's got like spooky levels, and there's like Mario that has spooky so levels in it as well. So, only then, it's just like uh, considering like knowing the kind of level that the games are supposed to be. Like horror yeah. games uh, like Resident Evil and stuff like that, not currently yeah. considered spooky games. But no. spooky games like Luigi's Mansion, or I don't know. I mean...
0: Minecraft. Or... Yeah. Uh, or Left 4 Dead's probably a good a good uh, or... Uh, sort of like, yeah, Left 4 Dead's probably a good example, because it's not scary, but you've got zombies, and you got to shoot people and stuff. Um, well, Deadpool, it's in, well, it's in...
1: Well, it's in between, like, spooky and the horror, but Call of Duty Zombies is considered spooky because yeah. I think it's just more of a horror thing than, like, I actually that, scary. Yeah. So... But yeah, it's just, and there's also like Halo, and there's like got spooky elements. And yeah. used to be like 8th October, you expect an infection playlist to come, but there's none of it in like Halo Infinite. So I yeah, still feel exactly. really disappointed with that.
0: Yeah, so on, speaking of Halo, on the uh, Xbox Box po- uh, Twitter, I put up a poll that was what is the scariest moment from a non horror Xbox exclusive game? So they're like they're not horror games, but they've got scary parts. So I mean we're gonna go go through each I'll go through each of the four options and then we'll say which one you think won the poll and all that. So the first one is Combat Evolved. I mean, spoilers for twenty years ago, guys, the flood debuted in Halo. That's some scary stuff. Like you basically you're playing a normal Halo game, you're like, Oh, I'm shooting, I'm shooting aliens and this is really cool. Then you walk into like a dark area and it's like Suddenly you're in bloody alien. You're like these, like... <laughs> the floods killing everything and they're trying to take over everything and you're like zombie floods. Like elite hybrids. Oh, it's terrifying. Like, it's it's literally a horror game within an action shooter game. It's, like, it's literally... Like, it, I mean, as, as I said, I just spoiled the 20-year-old game here. If you haven't played Combat Evolved, go play it. Uh, the level with the flood is genuinely quite quite scary and it is a decent horror homage and i would love to see more flood stuff like i I would love to see a flood spin-off game that'll be so good so good well i think
1: i think what really works is that it's just how they introduced it like you just like go for the halo it's just like usual uh run and gun thing but when you get into this facility you just noticed something really weird. Like when you first yeah. see the facility, there's like grunts and and the the hunters or something. It's not hunters, but the the those is it the I don't know. I just don't remember the, the
0: jackals.
1: Yeah, jackals. Jackals. All of them are just literally running away from the facility, and it's just really u- unusual for them to do that. So then you walk in. There's a lot of the suspicious stuff. Then you find a dead soldier that's got a clip in it. And I think this is what really made it very, very scary. You get yeah. this uh, clip that shows what the Marines have been up to. Then they discover there's floods and it's all caught on video. And then as soon as yeah. that pops up, Master Chief immediately took out the chip. Then the flood just came flying in and you had to kill them with the shotgun. And I think that is really, really a good way to introduce a horror element into this whole game. It just subverts the yeah. expectations that you're literally like going in and killing aliens for fun, and that's yeah. just a case of like, yep, it's it's definitely a horror element.
0: I mean, it's a uh, it, it, as you said, it's like a twist. It's like a it's a brilliant twist in storytelling, and it's like it's. Environmental storytelling done to his like to the best of his ability it's like as you said you you walk around you're like what's going on here it's like no one's coming up like hey in a minute there's gonna be aliens coming up you watch out or, or, or like no one's like telling you that it's like you literally walk around you, as you say you see grunts and jackals running away from something and you're like what the hell are they running away from what's going on and then you go in there and there's like dead jackals and. Bl- like, blue blood from, like, the aliens all splattered everywhere. You're like, what the hell's going on? It's just, like, the tw- It's just such a good twist. It's, like, it's a, like, it's a, it's a fantastic twist. And um, why Halo is one of the best gaming franchises ever, one of my favourites, and why I'm an Xbox fan. And if you haven't played it, what are you doing listening to an Xbox podcast if you haven't played Halo? <laughs> God, that like, come on now. Um... The ever so the, the that's the first option of our, our poll. Ooh, my mask is stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck in the mask. um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um the <laughs> second option in the poll is the uh, facing the berserker in Gears of War One. That was terrifying as well back in the day. Did you do you ever, do you remember playing fighting against the berserker in, in Gears One?
1: Yeah, is it the first boss where it's a female locust and,
0: like, chasing yeah, people? Yeah, you, and you can't, you can't kill it with normal bullets. The only way you can kill it is by using the Hammer of Dawn. So you need to get out of the building, and the only way you can get out of the building is you've got to make her run into the doors and smash them open. So you've got to basically get her to run after you and dodge at the last second. It was terrifying when I was playing it for the first time like growing up. <laughs> I was absolutely like terrifying back in the day. Now, now I've l- played it more recently. I'm like, oh, okay, I could do this quite easily. I get the pattern and the, and the movement of that. But I just think it's a bit to... Yeah,
1: well, it's just really. I just see it as a comedy because you just have the ridiculousness where you have. I feel like the chain dart, and they're like, "Oh, it just ran out," and then there's like, "Oh." and smash down doors and it's just basically what you do you just bait her into like smashing doors and then you get yeah. her cooked with a beam from above it's just so funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was scared i was genuinely scared of this boss back in the day i was like no leave me alone <laughs>
1: but is there any like any other parts of of war that are like uh scarier than that
0: yeah, there, there probably is, but that's the one that springs to mind to me. I like mm. maybe, I, uh there's like there's areas where if you go into the darkness, you get attacked by bats and killed instantly, which is kind of similar to like Playtale now. I think about it, um, it's like uh, whatever. St- there's like there's lots of massive bosses and stuff. So I thought that one was good because you got like nothing. There's literally nothing you can do apart from like run away, and she's she can't see you. All she can do is hear you. So you just gotta be quite quiet and like try not to you know, make a sound and all that. I thought it was quite tense and scary. Reminds of a bit of the um, the clickers in the Last of Us as well, a bit like that. They're kind of creepy as well in their own way. Um, I just think
1: but... um I just think like Gears of Five, in my opinion, has more scary elements, but that's without checking like oh, yeah. Gears of War two, two four. But I think there's yeah. definitely like body horror elements in it. And I think oh, there's yeah, some there is, yeah. Yeah, I don't really have to like mention a lot of this stuff in case of spoilers, but I think there is yeah. like a lot of uh, frightening stuff. But not only it's just like really scary at first, but it gives you a like, long-term scares that you just feel like that it just uh, that like intrudes your thoughts of how is just being really actually true in this whole world, and it's just
0: not helped. The third option in our poll is... I called it Minecraft the first night is what I called it. So, I mean... Like, really? The first night... Well, yeah, it is. The first time... You, if you play Minecraft for the first time... And you're playing it hardcore, not, like, creative... Trying to survive the first night in in Minecraft was terrifying. Or was very challenging, at least. You know, like, you didn't know about zombies and all that. So, like... You dig a hole straight down and just put a block over your head and wait for it to come dayd- daytime or whatever. Or like you like you try and build a house really fast. Bitch, you, just, you, just... you
1: should have checked out the deep dark right in the caves. There's a yeah. new update comes out, the wild update. There's a deep dark, and it's like really yeah. dark, but you just have to go around, make sure you don't disturb the shriekers. But when you activate four shriekers, then it's Ooh. just like your screen pulsates to... So- gets dark and gets light and then the warden comes up that you just cannot get rid of uh the warden anyway you just like you you, it's very hard to get get away with the warden and they even like shoots supersonic things and this can actually make you lose your stuff and you can even die even wearing never armor i think this is like a much scarier experience if you think about it but i don't know how people feel about it which is better, the deep, dark experience or the first night? Probably let us know in the comments, I uh, think.
0: I mean, Yeah, let us know in the comments what you think scarier. I, I thought the first night of Minecraft would be scary because obviously you don't know what you're doing, especially if you played it on your own for the first time and it's like, oh, there's zombies. Ah. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I think uh, there's
1: ways to make that scarier. That oh,
0: yeah, one, uh, modes, if you... maybe.
1: Yeah, that's why because you get zombies who can crawl over it, but they can actually break down your door, and it's just like not fun. Which is why I keep thinking like I need to build a door above the steps of ladders or anything so yeah. zombies can't get to it.
0: But yeah, that's what I always do. Yeah.
1: But there is one version of Minecraft that will make it extra scary for you. Do you know what it is?
0: No, go on.
1: The vanilla uh, version of Xbox 360 Minecraft. Once <laughs> oh, you build yeah. up the house, you put the bed there and with the roof. But if you put the bed too close to the wall, guess what? You go to sleep and there's a spider right on top of your lap.
0: Well, that's not good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was actually a glitch that somehow you sleep and then the spider like wakes you up and you have to get rid of it. Oh, which man. is why... For the time being you had to avoid putting your bed close to the wall but thankfully that was being patched I don't know if you remember that time but I certainly I remember remembered that. it I yeah.
0: played the 360 one so much I got all the achievements on it and everything but I don't remember that I must have just missed out on that one
1: It was the first memory of it like when I get into the oil world and like I built the house, I put the bed there and when I did that I just thought oh a spider came in and I'm like how? How did they get in? I just tried to barricade myself.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, the, the zombies and the spiders. Uh, spiders are not, and, Yeah. Spiders in this <laughs> day still freak me out. I'm not a huge fan of spiders. <laughs> Speaking of bitch, the final option of the poll was the grounded brood mother, the big spider and grounded. That I haven't made it to yet, so I shouldn't really be talking much about it. But still. Big spider, big scary spider that takes up like the whole screen. And if you have arachnophobia mode, you can turn it into a blob. But if you don't have arachnophobia mode on, you will be scared. It is terrifying. I
1: haven't got to this point yet, so.
0: Neither have I. I think it's the final boss or one of the final bosses. But it's just just big spider. Because the Bridmon
1: mother is also a champion in Dota 2.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. So well, a, The clip I shared last week on the podcast where I was it just minding my own business and grounded in my house and then a giant spider just jumped out of the, uh, the blades of grass and killed me, that was quite scary. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you've it's came to this part yet. Did you?
0: No, I haven't got to the blue river yet. As I said, it's one of the last bosses in the game, as far as I'm aware.
1: Yeah. But anyway... Um, I think if it's a Nintendo pool, there's certainly a lot of candidates there, and it's not just Luigi's Mansion. There's yeah. Andros it's from Star Fox 64. That's Ooh. scary. There's also the piano in Super Mario
0: uh, 64. Oh, man, that used to freak me out back as a kid. Yeah, I didn't like that. No, I Do you know what scared me in Mario 64 as a kid? The giant fish in a uh, giant big big small world I think it's called you get the giant fish that literally swallows you whole it kills you like I was just swimming along and then suddenly the fish eats you whole and I just terrified I like nope not playing on that level again I don't want to be eaten alive (laughs) as a kid that freaked me right out that did I was like
1: (laughs) I was a bit oblivious to be honest but when I was a kid I was used to be really scared of adverts that come on TV like if it's weird or now some like uh, monsters or stuff like that on the TV, you get really scared, yeah. and and this especially with those sugar puffs adverts, you know, like kids get turned into honey monsters.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, they got some weird adverts, uh, like uh, like in the UK at the moment, they've got uh, to defeat vegetables, you must eat them or something, and they look like they look like monsters, and they are just kids just <laughs> eat, like <laughs> a carrot and then like eating it in half and like. How is this an advert? I don't understand. <laughs> Why are you? You're basically trying to teach kids that you eat these vegetables because they're scary looking, so you eat them and you yeah. really defeat them. Which is It's really basically
1: weird. propaganda for mass <laughs> genocide.
0: Yeah, something like
1: that. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, you, as for the, point
0: the of Nintendo games, though.
1: But as well, for the Sega games, um, there's definitely spooky moments in there too, like. Um, I think it was in the Shinobi Three. There's a huge yeah. monster that whose face takes up an entire screen, and you have to kill its eyeball. But in the Adventures of Shinobi, there's a boss that is literally Godzilla. But because of a uh, like rights problem, they changed it into a, a skeletal uh, Godzilla or some sort. Nice. But but I think the really scary moment is that. I haven't got it this far, but in Echo the Dolphin, the final boss is just literally a huge face of this that looks like an alien from the Alien film, but it has oh. eyes, and you had to Ooh. get rid of its jaw, and it keeps spitting out uh, jellyfishes, so you just have to like get rid of it and sort it out, but it is really, really demented.
0: So, in a game where you play as a dolphin, you, your final boss is an alien that shoots jellyfish out of his mouth. Yeah. that's Okay. I've played I play a bit of Echo the Dolphin. I do not remember that bit. Um, yeah, oh, Probably it's because it's too hard. <laughs> Metroid used to freak me out as a kid as well. Like, like really, mm. and mother Brain and stuff. Oof. Terrifying. I think
1: I, when I was playing Metroid Prime, I think the game screen like really creeped me out because yeah. it's just like, Beeping, and you see this helmet there, but but even worse, that before it, when you lose out of the health, it switches off of a scream there, so it's just not yeah. so pleasant.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you, if you get anything from this podcast, uh, is that I'm a bit of a worse, <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of everything. <laughs> that um, explains
1: about the pool though that you put up because, yeah, you just pick on the like the beginner's scares. There. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I'm trying to be yeah, I'm trying to be a bit more inclusive. Uh, I was going to also mention we were talking about Nintendo, um, Lavender Town in Pokémon that was creepy. You got like the the like the tower that. Do, 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 it's associated with, with creepy stuff. pasta, really. It but I think the, distorted world... <laughs> the, the distorted
1: world. But the disorted world in Pokémon Platinum is much worse. And oh, but yeah. I do like the world there, and the music is like more morbid but I just really enjoy yeah. going through it. And I enjoy listening to the music too.
0: I feel like the older I've got, the more I, I appreciate horror stuff. I never used to like horror at all. But it's like stuff mm. like Stranger Things and like Resident Evil and stuff like that. I, I I appreciate I'm not a huge fan of, there's still like the films you see on TV, like um, Smile and all that. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> or like, uh, like, there's some horror films. I'm like, nah. But like, but I do appreciate him a bit more now, like the shining and stuff. I appreciate that for what it is. Uh, I you know. I like
1: uh, watching horror movies, but I just don't really like ones that's like filled with jump scares because you just like yeah. predict there's one coming up and then you had to cover your senses there. Yeah. And I think that's where it doesn't work. But if it's just somehow invades your thoughts, then it just yeah. it's bad, which is why I've been mean, like watching Inch- Chant, Teen Enchantation from Netflix in the past weekend
0: Alright, oh watched yeah Watched
1: yeah. the the hidden camera thing Just watched it and It was really haunting uh, It's alright but Then there's like a bunch of jump scares that are like Makes you cover your senses But I think it's really horrifying Is that you have this like really cursed thing And you just like has video footage Of this whole thing And it just, like, gets you feel as if, oh, you're getting involved with it. And there's a trick on the screen that if you, like, repeat the words and stuff like that, apparently it just gets you cursed because of, like, if you were to chant those things on the screen, it just tricks you into doing that. And then they tell you that, oh, you get cursed because you're sharing the curse with someone.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, like I'm not, as I said, I'm not really into my horror stuff. I I think I've said this before on the podcast, but when it comes to jump scares, I have like a thing. I always say is that jump scares ain't scary; they're just annoying. Like, yes, like that's what I I I like. If someone in real life when it came up to where and went Bleh, like that and tried to startle me, I would punch him in the face. I wouldn't be like, "Oh, I'm so scared." I'd be like, "Go away, you weirdo." What are you trying to startle me for? Like, that's my opinion on jump scares. I don't like jump scares. They just, like, startling me is annoying. It's just, I find it annoying. I don't enjoy it. So why would I go out of my way to be startled all the time? And I still remember I mean you... Films.
1: I still remember you saying that. And, yeah. yeah, it just perfectly sums up about jump scares. But, anyway, um, before we move on, did you mention the results from the polls?
0: Yeah. So the, yeah. So the overall winner, with fifty-seven percent by a landslide, was Halo. The, the level of the flood is is it is iconic. It is one of the greatest horror levels in a non-horror video game, I think, ever of, of all time. If you want to see like a game that's got amazing horror that's not a horror game. That's the level right there. Halo Halo Combat Evolved. The Flood. I think it's called the Flood. I'll have to look at the name of the level in a minute. But, um, so was it followed yeah. by uh, second place was Gears of War the Berserker that's 19% mm. 14% mm. said Minecraft 10% said Grounded but I think Grounded the Broommother is probably actually a really scary thing but no one's got that far yet I mean, is that we should work
1: together, together to suppose. get we should work together to get rid of that
0: Yeah, it's definitely that's, that should be our goal <laughs> over the next few weeks to get that done <laughs> um, yeah, that that's the result of the poll. Thank you guys for voting on that. If you want to be involved in future polls for the podcast, again, I've, I've mentioned this a couple times in the podcast already. X marks box on Twitter, uh, that is our, our our official Twitter account where we put polls up and ask questions to the viewers and stuff. I also put my point of views on there, which I probably shouldn't. So I'll try to uh, be a bit more careful with that. <laughs> um, so, right. So, yeah, I've got a couple of more things to talk about. Because like, like, basically the topic of the show is Halloween. It's Spooktober. It's Spooky Season. It is the spooky episode. So we, t- we just mentioned our favourite spooky games, which obviously we said, not necessarily horror games. But we're, gonna, we're just going to say, what is your favourite horror game of all? Time, if, you have, if you have a ho- favourite horror game. Well, first
1: of all, I would say that the favourite spooky game is Splatterhouse because I don't know if you heard of this game. You have, yeah, it's just basically yeah, it's good because you have this mask protagonist who's the first game makes it look like Jason from the films, but now it's just got the mask changed into like yeah, the (laughs) over the thief there. I have the Splatterhouse. But yeah, you you. Convince me by having a bat there. Do you have a bat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. If I had a bat, I would so grab one.
1: It will protect you from Freddy Krueger. I
0: assume you in a baseball bat, not like a bat as in, like... <laughs> I wouldn't <do. laughs> Yeah.
1: But anyway, um, Splatterhouse is like the Pactacus goes into the Haunted Mansion, but you realise it's filled with a lot of abominations, and that includes ones from... It looks like the things you see from the thing... It's like really like uh deformed and it just like you, you just basically back them and do those things. But then it subverts into like dealing with like evil spirits and ghosts and it's like, wow, that really just really works. Also, I find the Mega Drive games to be like superior. But I think there was a reboot of it in like uh twenty ten, but it yeah. wasn't well received and yeah. Oh,
0: fair um I would say my favourite spooky game is Elden Ring or Bloodborne or like a Souls type games. They're quite a Bloodborne, Elden Ring, that type of stuff, but you know, they're not horror games, but they kind of are. They and they're very uh creepy, which is good. I I say Bloodborne is more horror than Elden Ring, but I feel like Elden Ring's a better game, so it's <laughs> it's weirding it up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if we go to so i was going to say our prop our favorite whole actual horror games now so my favorite actual horror game would be resident evil 4 which a level people don't agree with i think resident evil 4 is the perfect horror game ooh you take yourself <laughs> too seriously it's it's camp in parts and it's over the top but it's still kind of scary and it's still like, the the tag controls of the original games, it's like, it fixes them. So it has decent controls, it's a cool setting, and it's quite scary, and it's... Yeah, Resident Evil 4. I feel like 5's too ar- 5's too much action, the originals are too clunky and slow, whereas this is like the right level of mixture in the middle. And it's got stuff like, What are you buying? i got some get things <laughs> on sale, stranger. He's uh, got the nice it's got like <laughs> camp stuff like the Merchant, which I absolutely adore. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is my favourite. People hate, like, the PS, we trust guys. They love Resident Evil. And when I said Resident Evil 4 was my favourite, they got really mad. And uh, my friend Dean slash he's obsessed with Resident Evil as well. None of them say, Re- I'm the only one who says Resident Evil 4 is the best one. And that's, like, the popular option. That's, like... The like i think most people would say that so i, I would uh, say I guess I'm in the popular crowd with that one
1: <laughs> i would say the rest of the v before is like really brilliant and i it think is. that people are crazy for speaking against it because it's the one game i've actually completed and i think it's just like it seems right and it works best yeah. if you play on the nintendo wii because of the controls
0: Oh yeah, so the we were we controls like the
1: yeah. But it just I've, feels a bit closer to Demon Made Cry apart yeah. there's like a lot of like disgusting things on it and it's like mm, yeah. okay. But I think the first place of the evil's got like much scarier stuff. Like you yes. have it's just like you had to deal with the clunkiness of the controls and it just makes it very difficult yeah. to kill the zombies. But exactly. I think what bothers me the most is the limited amount of safes. Like you got the yes. ink ribbon you have only like few saves to make, so you had to like space, sparse out and save in intervals. But what's really yeah. annoying is like you just couldn't figure out. You try to go through the house, and then suddenly any of the zombies you can't get rid of by headshot or even like uh, how do I put uh, burn it. It will turn back yeah, as yeah. a crimson, crimson walk, crimson heads, and they just like ch- edge, yeah. ch- chase you and just rip you apart. And it's just one of those points that you feel like. Like if you make mistakes or you're not too careful, you have to. Work, you end up wasting hours on the game, and this just what yeah. threw me off the edge. So I never get to complete that on the GameCube. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, I like all the Resident Evil games, but Resident Evil Four is the only one I really like. I completed multiple times. I've gone back to as well. Like I've completed all of them, I think, but just like the ones I'm not. Yeah, uh, I like. I'm not super. Uh, I'm not super into horror games and we've already discussed this earlier. I'm a bit of a worse. So like I just think back in the day used to freak me out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I just think the Resident (laughs) Evil 7 is like really brilliant because I played it like I don't know if I played the demo, but I got the game on the PlayStation 4 and went through the three levels and I just think, yeah, it's really effective. You just have to be really careful, make sure you go through things, and it's got some really scary stuff. It's just, it's not the case of zombies, it's just how deranged people are, and you just can't tell whether they're corrupted or not. But, I've been playing it in PlayStation VR. So, I just got it on, go for it, and it just makes the action more interesting. And I noticed, like, when one of the enemies, like, poked me into this whole thing, it's just like, oh gosh, it just engages you a bit more, so... I think the VR is just like so based for the best experience, but but just be careful that the jump scares there because it just can't yeah. really pop out at you.
0: <laughs> I would freak Oh, I don't think I could do it in VR. I would freak out too much. Mm. <laughs> I'm too much of a I feel like I'm getting better with horror games, but I've still struggle with them. I uh, still struggle to play them. I think I am. Impro- like, people would consider Prey a horror game or Bioshock a horror game, but I, I, th- I use them. Those games used to freak me out, and I've managed to play them since. But back in the day, <laughs> I'd be like, No way! <laughs> no way, Jose. Um, like I was going to mention it with games that scared used to scare me. Uh, Doom Free, the original Doom Free. Yes, uh, I've, I've been
1: playing it on the PC oh. like ever a decade oh. ago, and I think, yeah, it's just like got s- scary bits in it. But mind scary. you, the first Doom is like pretty spooky, but. The yeah. third one is just crank up the scares. Like, when I just got it on a PC and I... Like, whenever you get those things, make sure you don't talk to your parents about it because when I said about this being a scary game to my mum, it's like, yeah. I got it on the PC and then suddenly my mum was just, like, uh, just spoke at me and just tried to make me jump while playing the game, and it's just like... Oh, know, she's been an absolute nuisance to me, so... <laughs> just yeah. make sure that when you play the scary game make sure you share it with the people you trust because they can be quite dicks
0: <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> I agree I agree with that with Doom 3 I remember like me and Smash 3 or Dean my friend Dean play, we played it on the original Xbox and there was this bit where we were just looking in the mirror jumping about and then suddenly just went like boom <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally felt like I was going to have a heart attack I like, jumped like a mile <laughs> <laughs> It was so scary. I was like, no! Uh, I was just saying about how jump scares don't scare me. That one literally did. But, like, it's rare that that happens. And it's like, it was such a good. Yeah, it was such a scary game back in the day. I don't think I could play it back in the day. Yeah. I think I could probably play it now. But back in the day, I was, I was freaked out by that. Um, yeah, that, that I... like, yeah, one of the scariest, one of the biggest jump scares I've ever had was mm-hmm. that game.
1: I don't really remember playing it back in two thousand four. I think it's only two thousand seven. But yeah. one of the games I certainly played as a demo was Grandfather Ghoulies by Where.
0: Yeah, I haven't played that, but I know what the game. Yeah, it looks, it looks funny. This looks very <laughs> scary. Grandfather <laughs> Um Yeah. Of there's stuff there, there's so many, there's so many things, Like, right. So, I mean, obviously, horror is not a genre that stops, there's still games coming uh, thick and fast. Next year, we got Resident Evil 4 remake, the end of the year, we got Callisto Protocol, um, we got Redfall coming next year. Is there anything you're really looking forward to playing? Um, Don't know,
1: but I just certainly <laughs> say, like, um, Silent Hill 2 remake, and there's even like oh, yeah. Simon Hill as well. I think it could well be PlayStation only so I think yeah is, that's yeah. the thing
0: Redfall's Xbox exclusive so you know we got that and, I mean, if, if, if people are going to say anything <laughs> Redfall looks like Deathloop with zombies so I'm totally in I've enjoyed Deathloop and like a, a supernatural version of Deathloop I'm totally in it's made by Arcane. <laughs> so uh, they just dropped a new trailer yesterday and it looks really fun I would yeah, it's, it's one of my most wanted games at the moment is Redfall. I'm really looking forward to it. Mm. Uh, and then Resident Evil 4 Remake. As I just said about Resident Evil 4 being my favourite game, my favourite horror game of all time. I'm going to wait for the reviews, because if they mess it up, I'm not going to be happy. But if, if they do a good job at a remake in Resident Evil 4, I'm very excited for it. Uh, mm. I hope they don't change too much that's the problem with remakes is that you like know, if you change it too much then people like you want to change it enough to make it worthwhile but uh, you don't want to change it too much because you'll annoy the fans so it's like where's the right balance yeah. you know like speaking of remakes you obviously have the last of us as well like the last of us one was one of my favorite horror games uh, Then the last of us 2 kind of ruined that for me <laughs> i yeah. don't know if i can go an episode without saying how much i hate last of us 2 but it it, it well, one day, one day we'll get an episode where I don't mention that.
1: <laughs> I just don't know whether the Scorn and Plague Tale are like really scary. If you have a chance to play them,
0: Scorn, yeah, I mean it's like a puzzle game. I haven't played it, but Plague Tale, is kind of scary. It's got mm. like supernatural elements to it, but it's not like zombies. The real monsters are the humans, which like, mm. like what. <laughs> It reminds me a lot of playing The Last of Us. To be fair, it's like good yes. self gameplay, uh, but I actually like these characters. I like the characters in the Last of Us Part Two. I uh, I feel like Alicia and Hugo are really interesting characters. So, and the, the like, I don't want to spoil it, but you know rats, the rats and stuff in it are pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting with the rat stuff. Uh, I'm not gonna say more than that. Oh,
1: something. I mean, that's why it's more
0: Tale. <laughs> it's like spoilers.
1: Is that a Cerberus? I can see Cerberus. Or
0: <laughs> well, my dog.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, my dog's decided to come. No, I'm just gonna sit off screen. She's sitting off screen. She doesn't want to be on. She doesn't want to be on the on the YouTube. Okay, fair enough. Mm. She's looking at me, gone off though. Wow. She's giving me evil eyes. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't like horror games, obviously. Um... Yeah, I'm trying to think of whatever stuff we want to discuss today in the podcast. we got a couple of minutes ago, we're just talking about horror stuff. Um
1: But yeah, I uh, think um I think it's worth mentioning that i played some like pretty spooky games recently. Like there's Hells yeah. Hellsinger, I think. Oh
0: I yes, got, Hellsinger, yes.
1: I got into yeah. another level and just got through it, so it's alright. Been playing Celeste. It's got I just got through some spooky elements in it. And I think it was one time the I think one of the characters, so like you got the text boxes, and then one of them it's just like popped out, and it's like doing a more oh, yeah. intense moment there. But I haven't yet to complete it, but but yeah, I think that's quite it. So that's I
0: mean, it. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of spooky games uh, available at the moment. I mean, so what? I mean, like, I guess how we can end the episode here is to say, what game would you recommend people play this Halloween? Uh, like the tradition of Halloween over here. like Because we're not Americans, we're British. So our tradition, of, you know, the American tradition is to go around trick-or-treating and knocking on people's doors and stuff. The British tradition is turn all the lights off, hide in the, hide in the background and hope that no one eggs your house. <laughs> well, like, well, it's... British tradition. Well, it's
1: not British, but it's Celtic. It's based on, yeah. like, the New Year, if they're Celtic festival. And I think it was, like... But, I don't know, it just comes from the Celt stuff. Uh, it's yeah. just like being picked up by the Merc and just turns it into a different kind of event. But I just still enjoy Halloween as a holiday.
0: Yeah, I'm not a super fan of the trick-or-treating stuff, but, uh, yeah, spooky stuff is interesting. Uh, so I, I think for this Halloween, I'm going to try and finish Plague Tale, maybe play Resident Evil 2, because I bought the remake of Resident Evil 2, and I got a little bit into it, but I never finished it. I got about an hour or two hours into it, so that might be what I'm going to be playing this Halloween. I think. I think uh,
1: I will I... be like, I think I will be doing a little bit of drawing and watch movies, because mm. I'm not interested into a lot of games to an extent that I would check them out. But I've been certainly like to read and write scary stories, and I think they would probably be quite nice too. But <clears throat> what
0: scary movie would you be fancy? You think you'd be watching this Halloween? Ooh. I don't
1: know because I don't have Disney Plus in the moment, so I can't watch like What of That Night. But I don't know because I'm really lacking to find anything new unless I have to watch a classic again. So it's gonna be a bit of yeah. stale. But I just don't really trust all of them because you don't know which one of them is like nothing but jump scares, or whether it's the one that is, that's like true. terribly written. And it's just like you have to like do a bit of trial and error before you pop into one that you genuinely like. I do find the theme to be really good. That apart from one or two jump scares, it's just like it's really good horror. And I think The Shining's really scary because of one of the characters losing control. And I think that is yeah. really good.
0: The Shining, yeah, yeah. Yes. Or, okay, I might end up watching some um, some Simpsons uh, Treehouse of Horrors. They're always yeah. cool, <laughs> the shinin' boy. <laughs> you mean the shining It's like, do you want to get sued? <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Simpsons. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, classic Simpsons. Um, yeah, I mean, a horror. Uh, Halloween is up and coming. Uh, I hope you guys are going to have a happy Halloween. Uh, oh,
1: uh, before we go... Cool. Um, you, you were interested to know, like, which franchise does it deserve a horror spin-off?
0: Oh, yeah, I did mention that earlier, yeah. Uh, because
1: you said about the Web of Fat Knight, and this is actually part of the MCU as a Halloween special. So I just wonder, like, which franchise do you think it will have a horror spin-off?
0: Well, I feel like we... I think I said this earlier, but I feel like they should make a Halo game that involves the Flood. It's just like a flood game, like you're like a marine and you're stuck on a like you're stuck on a Halo ring with the flood, and you're gonna try and escape, like or like a facility with the flood. It does have to be the Halo ring, but I feel like I think a, a flood video game would be pretty sweet.
1: I think I would say yeah, I pretty much agree with that. But I think there was times when there were some scary spin-offs. Like there's a DLC for Halo Wars Two, which involves yeah. stealing the flood. But yeah, but other than but yeah, I can definitely say that. I've just recently yeah. been thinking like there should be a Halo game that is a crossover with Alien because yeah. you have a lot of elements with Alien and Predator. And I think having that and having the clash with the humans and the Banished, and I think it's just what yeah. makes for a really interesting spin off. But I think it will be very close to Alien Isolation because this is really, this is likely a subverted horror game. Because all you had to do is just try to get, sneak through the entire space station without having to confront the alien.
0: Yeah. What was the name of that? Um, the Red Dead Redemption, cal- the zombie version of Red Dead Redemption. I'm trying to remember what it's called now. A Dead Nightmare, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: that, that's I think a good so. Spin-off.
0: It's basically they just took Red Dead Redemption and just changed everything to zombies. Like those are the type of spin-offs I could have really appreciate if they did more stuff like that. I would totally be down. Like if and there's
1: also badly... and there's also a standalone for Infamous, and I think it was the Blood or something. Oh yes, so I don't...
0: yeah. Yes, all... I remember that one. Yeah, um, Infamous Two Blood Festival or something. It was... I can't remember what it's called now. But it was like vo- you're a vampire. It's like a vampire version of Infamous. Yes, more stuff like that. Yeah, let's do more of that. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, Halloween yeah. stuff. Flood episode, A Flood mm. version of Halo. I have a Halo game, or even like a spin-off, just like, even if there's like two, three hours where you play as a Marine against the Flood, I would be sold on that. And bring <laughs> back infection, for God's sake. We want effect mode.
1: Yeah, bring back the infection, Halo Infinite. I mean, what's wrong with you? I mean, there's <laughs> Forge, but that's not going to be enough, isn't it?
0: We nearly <sighs> made a whole episode without, make, without worrying about 343. We almost did it. Never mind. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. So close. I, uh, <laughs> I did mention I played a bit of that, really.
0: Yeah, uh, just joking. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's it for the Halloween episode today. We appear to have technical difficulties. The ghosts in our machine have destroyed the last two or three minutes of the podcast I do apologize thank you for watching the X Marks the Box spooktacular thank you for watching and until next time too sweet goodbye (laughs) fair
1: And please, you have made it to the end of this week's X Marks the Box podcast. You should follow us on X Marks the Box on both Twitter and YouTube. But never forget to subscribe to us on all audio podcast services. Now, it's about to turn into night, so remember your three favourite things well. Have yourselves a very happy Halloween, that is, if you could make it to Christmas.